0: If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably asked the question at some point, how do I choose a seminary? It can be a daunting proposition to consider where you may spend the next two, three, or even four or more years in diligent study. Here are several questions I recommend students ask when considering a seminary. Welcome to the Seminary Support Podcast, where you will find help to start, finish, and get the most out of your seminary experience. I'm your host, Mark McElreath. Some of the questions I recommend students ask when considering a seminary, first of all, you need to ask, have I talked to the Lord? Be sure that this is what God has for you, and pray that He will make before you a plain path. He's going to make it clear whether this is what you need to do or not. Secondly... Have I talked to my pastor? Your pastor is going to have some good recommendation for you. He's either going to help you see that seminary is not what you need to be doing right now, or he's going to be able to give you counsel on whether or not this is the right timing for you. And listen to him. He's gone further down the road than you have. He's going to have some great counsel. A third question to ask about choosing a seminary is, Have I talked to people who have been in seminary? So find others. Even if they're going to or they've gone to a totally different seminary than you've gone to, talk to them and ask them about their experience. Ask them about the classes they took. Find out whether they did any online studies, whether they moved to a place. Talk to someone who has done that. And by the way, find out some things that they say they did the wrong way and don't do those things. Learn from them. A fourth question. What graduates... Have come out of that seminary. If you started narrowing it down a little bit, you can start to find out, okay, what kind of graduates does that seminary put out? Now this is not a foolproof question because each seminary sadly has graduates that received a degree, but they still didn't really get it. They didn't get what that seminary was trying to teach them. And even the seminary I went to, there's people that have gone through there and they've gotten a degree, but they really didn't get the teaching. That the faculty was really trying to get through to them. But you can get a good idea about what a seminary is producing if you know some of the graduates. And really take a look at what do they believe about the Bible? What do they believe about the local church? What is their outlook on ministry? Uh, What are they like? Now I'm not saying, you know, what do they eat and, you know, what do they talk about? But how do they really approach the things in ministry? And that's going to help you get an idea of how they were trained And what is some of the training like that you would receive when you're there? A fifth question. What do I plan to use this degree for? So are you wanting to just bolster your Bible knowledge and you want the accountability and structure to do that? Then maybe a certain seminary would be for you. Do you want to teach at the seminary level? Well, this kind of question can help point you in the right direction for a program. I've got some coming episodes that are going to help, I think, answer that as well. A sixth question to ask And how do you choose a seminary? Do they offer what I want to take? Now, we'll discuss choosing a specific program later on, but you may want to make sure they offer what you're looking for, especially if you decide on studying something that's very field-specific. Like if you're going into church history, or you want to specifically study Bible translation or the biblical languages, be sure at the program level they're offering the courses that you would find value in because that's a particular field, particular thing you want to do. The seventh question goes hand in hand with number six. Have you looked at the program course by course? Now, any seminary program out there, at least all the ones I've looked at, are going to have every course that you would take, and even if there are elective slots, what the electives would be that you could take, and really get granular. I mean, get down and see. okay, this is the course I would take. Here are the order I would take them. Look at each course in that program. In fact, some instructors will even send you a syllabus of the course so you can see what is covered, what textbooks are used, and what material they go over. This can help you see how the material is approached and whether this is something you think that would be beneficial for you. An eighth question when asking, how do I choose a seminary? Can I leave or will I stay? So is it possible for you to stay in the place where you're at or is it possible for you to leave? Now, if you're single, you're, you know, working a part-time job, you're not in a church, you're not in ministry, you may have pretty short routes where you could just up and you could go somewhere. But if you have a wife and children, you're pastoring a church, or you have other ministry responsibilities, or maybe just even you're at a place in life you can't move, then this may limit your options. Now, the great thing is there are lots of online options. Um, you may consider online studies, or you may look at programs that offer modules. A uh, great thing about the work I was doing when I went with Crown Seminary is that um, they offered a number of the courses in modules. So it was a uh, one week. It was Monday through Friday. Started at eight in the morning, went into the afternoon, and then there was you know work done beforehand and then you had a certain amount of time to do the work once that module finished. The program I'm going into now for the DMIN, some of the courses are offered modules, some of them are online. So it works out really well for me because I'm just 30 miles from campus here I can drive there for the modules. So you need to figure out if you're planning on leaving, you're planning on staying and then that's going to help direct direct you in that way. Uh, Number nine, who are the faculty? Two things to think about with faculty influence and experience as far as influence goes the faculty in many ways are steering the ship and you need to consider if you want to be influenced by them Uh, what they teach how they teach there may be specific doctrinal things that you just don't want to be influenced by that you don't want to be under that now at the especially the advanced studies level many times they're not trying to change you they know that you've made your mind up on what you believe you've got to think about if that's something you want to fight in seminary. But you also want to see what the experience of the faculty is in the field you plan to study in. So do they have a practical experience if uh, they're teaching ministry courses? Do they have any published works from that specific field? This can help you find out who they are and what their experience is. Number 10, where will I go to church? If you plan to move to a city to attend seminary there, then you need to know where you're going to go to church. Now, some seminaries are the ministry of a church, and you'll attend that church. So when I went to Crown Seminary, uh, it was the ministry of the Temple Baptist Church, and you went to Temple Baptist Church, so that was taken care of. But often, seminaries don't have a a church that you, know, you have to go to, and they just recommend certain local churches. Find out about this beforehand so you know what to expect, because you don't want to be blindsided by the fact that In this area where I'm going, there's actually not a great church to go to. That needs to weigh into your decision because that's where you're going to be fed. That's where you're you need to be involved in ministry in some way. So are there opportunities for you as a seminary student to be involved in ministry in that place? An eleventh question. An eleventh question you need to ask on how do you choose a seminary? What is the cost? Now Let me preface this. Cost should not be the driving factor in your decision, but it should be in the equation. And the cost of a degree can vary widely between institutions. Some seminaries will have a cost calculator on their website. That's great. You can plug it in and they'll say, okay, you know, here's the bottom line. Here's what you know, you know, you're going to need. That's very helpful. I do recommend if you find any tuition numbers on. A website I recommend you double check with the admissions office or the finance office about tuition numbers listed on the website. I say this because from personal experience one seminary I was looking at for doctoral studies posted that they gave they had this really great bottom line price to full-time Christian workers. Um it was it was not Crown Seminary, it's a different seminary I was looking at for doctoral studies. And it was like a fraction of the full tuition price. I was blown away by the price So I took a screenshot of the webpage and I emailed it to their admissions office and I said, Hey, this is a great price. I want to confirm this. (laughs) I kind of wanted to get it in writing to make sure like I'm going to get this. They actually emailed me back shortly after that saying that that specific scholarship was no longer valid and they had not updated their website yet. So definitely double check the pricing before you pull the trigger. Also, when it comes to a financial decision and, and, This is going to be a big financial decision, especially if you're moving. It's a big decision. So you've got to talk about that with your wife. So it should be something you and your spouse discuss. And it should be very clear. You know, If one of you is going to have to pick up an extra job or pick up extra work or some side job, that needs to be worked out and clear between the both of you before all of a sudden you get that first tuition bill in the mail. Financial problems are... The main thing that lead to divorce, uh, a sad thing is, I I listened recently to a podcast, a graduate studies podcast, and this was a, a secular person who was taking a Ph.D. They said everyone in his cohort, the people that were going through the Ph.D. at the same time with him, none of them were married to the same person they were married to when they started the program. I was blown away by that. Of course, there's the financial cost, but there's the time element that's put into it. And those expectations, I I can't say it enough, need to be clear between you and your spouse. Now, we can't know everything that's going to go into it, but it's something you need to, to talk to and you need to be on the same page about. But as far as cost goes, remember, if this is something God has called you to do, he's going to provide. And when you take a step of faith and you know you're following him, then he's going to meet you there. Now, a twelfth question to ask, how do you choose a seminary? Is it accredited or unaccredited? Now listen out soon for a full episode discussing the topic of accredited and unaccredited degrees. But keep in mind the main thing really you want to consider is what is the reason I'm earning this degree. An unaccredited degree usually is going to be great for someone wanting to bolster their own study of the Bible and have a systematic way of doing that that keeps them challenged and accountable. Accredited programs can open up further doors into the academic world, publishing, teaching, uh, other options like that. And I do have an, a full episode on that plan coming in the near future. Thirteenth question, how do you choose a seminary? Do I want to be a graduate of that seminary? Now, at the end of the day, if you graduate from a seminary, you will be their graduate and you need to ask yourself whether or not you want their name on you for the rest of your life. That institution may not exactly line up with where you are, but you do have to consider affiliation. Do I want to be a graduate of this place? Uh, For me and how I chose the seminary I went to, I went to Crown College of the Bible for my undergraduate degree. That's in Powell, Tennessee. You can visit their website, www.thecrowncollege.edu. Had a wonderful undergraduate experience. My undergraduate is actually in... uh, biblical studies with an emphasis in music ministry and uh, a lot of people don't know that. And then the Lord worked in my life, and led, us, led my wife and I into missions and now has given us the opportunity to go back and teach there at Crown and now working in local church ministry and called me to preach through all that. But I stayed on after my, my studies because the Lord's working in my heart about missions and preaching. And I stayed on and earned a master's in missiology. I stayed on as a graduate assistant, and it was just a great fit that I was able to work there part time, work as a graduate assistant, also worked a part time job in town. And uh, it was a great, just a great fit, and it worked out to be able to do that. So thankful for the opportunity. And then we were on the mission field. And I decided, you know, I really want to continue my studies. They had an MDF program uh and, and it was beginning to some of it was beginning to go online. So I got in touch with the seminary director and I said, Hey, can I do this while I'm on the field? They said, Absolutely, and then when you're back in the States you can do the modules. They had one week modules. And so I just I just had a desire to go further with my study. And I think the Lord put that in my heart. Um, shortly after I restarted, or, or jumped into that Master of Divinity program, the Lord brought us back off the field, and then we were back in Tennessee. And I was working at the college, and a great thing was I actually received a faculty discount to be able to take the seminary courses, which was very kind of them to do that. So, you know, how did I choose where I went? Well, I got, I have now two seminary degrees from Crown Seminary: a Master's in Missiology and a Master of Divinity. But it just worked out well for where I was and what I was doing and I knew the people and I knew what I was going to get and I knew I was getting a strong program. So that may not always be your situation but you just got to think about where you're at, how the Lord's leading, doors He's opening and and really what you feel like He wants you to do. I knew the Lord wanted me to continue in teaching and continue in academics and now I want to continue my studies because I want to continue to be able to do that. So the Lord has given me that opportunity and He's opened those doors. And the Lord... We'll just continue to open doors as you follow Him. As you walk in light, He gives you more light. And, you know, it's just one step at a time. So, I hope these questions help get your mind turning as you think about what the Lord has for you in seminary. And thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already, please subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode goes up. Take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to so many of you who have already done that. Share today's episode with someone who would find it helpful. You can find me on Twitter at Mark McElwreath Jr. You can also find me now on Parlor at Mark McElwreath Jr. Send me your episode ideas or your feedback to podcast at gmail.com And I'm your host, Mark McElreath, And remember, nothing will ever take the place of learning from the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls out, learn of me. And there's an open invitation to that classroom for all of us.